since you're heading that way, how about getting into the mix, the tunes, the times, and sharing some thoughts along the way? Always be you, for you. New episode of P.S. You Got the Mix lands Monday and Friday morning, 8 a.m. If you're heading that way, get into the mix. Good tunes, good times. New episode of the P.S. After Dark drops Wednesday morning, 8 a.m. on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and Google Podcasts. Find us on Twitter. See y'all on the other side. And good morning, P.S. Universe. You have tuned in to the mix right here on the wfaq uh two <laughs> we are going to take a magical ride on that way back machine and go back to my high school days and just like many generations out there there was one band that stood out among a lot of them a lot of great songs a lot of great tunes a lot of great bands but one of the ones i can think off the top of my head was anthrax they put out some great stuff out there. Even get, took inspiration from movies and stuff, if you know what I'm talking about. But I'll tell you what, here, here's the funny thing is, my had a friend of mine named Erin, and she was huge into anthrax. You go in her room, anthrax posters, magazines, photos. I mean, that, that was her jam. She loved anthrax. And I, like, I agree, anthrax was a great band, but it was one of my top ones up there. They just good stuff. The Belladonna's, Scott Ian, I mean, the whole nine yards. I mean, just, just good stuff out there. <laughs> and if you was like me, you got into a lot of different metal sounds, a lot of different um, aspects of the genre itself, and, and no different at all. Anthrax always just stood apart as something extraordinary. It just gave it that little, I guess, extra, if you will. <laughs> Remember when I did the show about um, Jim Morrison predicting Nine Inch Nails and Trent Reznor had talked about his inspirations and one with Public Enemy and I played y'all the jam, Bring the Noise with Anthrax and Public Enemy. I think that's what I'm going to do today is going to revisit that segment then come back full circle to where we are right now. So this is going to be a wild ride today. So how about we start off with this little ditty right here from some Anthrax and... Public enemy. Face, how low can you go? Death row, what a brother know. Once again, back is the incredible. Rhyme animal, the uncannable. D. Public enemy number one. Five folks and freeze. And I got numb. Can I tell them that I really never had a gun? But it's the wax that determined in the X1. Got it, got me in a cell, put my records they sell. Cause a brother like me said, well, there come a problem and I think you wanna listen to. What it can say to you, what you wanna do is follow for now. How are the people say, make a miracle, deep up the lyrical. Black is back, all in, we're gonna win, check it out. Yeah, y'all, come on. Here we go again. Turn it up. And the lies are so dope This is for lessons I'm saying It's our music That the critics are blasting me for They'll never care for the brothers and sisters Why cause the country has us up for the war We got to demonstrate Come on now They're gonna have to wait Till we get it right Radio stations like question their blackness They call us a black But we'll see if they'll play this Turn it up Bring the noise 
to me, my DJ is warm, he's ex, I call him Norm, you know He can cut a record from side to side, so with the ride, the glide To be much safer than a suicide Soul control, beat is the father of your rock and roll Music for what you're for and you call a band man Making the music, a music, but you can't do it, you know You call them demos, but we ride demos too What you gonna do, rap is not afraid of you Beat is for Sonny Bono, beat is for Yo Bono One DMC, the DJ could be a band Stand on his own feet, get you out your seat Beat is for Eric B and LL as well, hell Wax is for Anthrax, still like your rock bell Ever forever, universal and will sell Time for me to exit, Terminator X What a way to start the show off right there, let me tell you what. And since we are just now getting started, how about we give a little shout out to one of my boys down there in South Florida. Somebody I grew up with, partner in crime, brother, whole nine yards. Not DNA, not blood, but is my family. Yeah, Tony, it's your birthday, baby. <laughs> Another trip around the sun. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you ride it out. Take all you can. And embrace life. You know what I'm screaming? Love you, man. Hang out with you sometime in the universe. Sometime hang out in the real world. Good times. Good friends. And a good journey along the way. Woo! Boy, let me tell you what. I always talk about this situation. And if you tune in to our show, PFS Dark. Even if you got this. We've been on the air. God, going on five years now. It is our talk show. We are not a podcast. We are an entertainment show. We have a conversation. We talk, share thoughts, ideas, a whole nine yards. The thing I always bring up is even growing up as a Jet Xer, I was an outcast, rejected from society, you know, just didn't fit in, an oddball, misfit, wing nut, whatever you want to call it. And I wasn't the only one because that's how a lot of us made friends, shared camaraderie found bonds with each other because we were not allowed to play in the reindeer games of the popular folks, the pretty people. So we, we formed our own groups, our own cliques, whatever, our own gatherings. And for everybody out there, y'all can just suck a nut. But I know there's so many out there nowadays, even it's 2024, and I, I see the conflicts on Gen Z versus the boomers, which I think is fucking hilarious because they're like, why ain't they fuck with the Gen X? Because we are not to be fucked with. Bottom line. But we embrace all of it. We we encourage all the to have this strength and to find that 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 foot and ass mentality, if you will. Makes me proud to see it. It it does. I'm I'm glad to see these things. So I tell you what, if you are out there right now and you feel that you don't belong in this world, that society's rejected you, that you have no foothold in the universe that's wrong that is your place right now is to be on the outside looking in and when we were kids when we were gen xers we were little reverend fry daddies we were considered to be anti-social by the establishment you know what fuck damn the man let's run some anti-social real quick so i want you all to get down with this jam figure out who you are who you want to be who you need to be, where you're going next in this world. But you do it. You do it because you want to, not because they told you to. Let's get it.
So these motherfuckers tell you that you are antisocial, that you are a misfit, you're an outcast, you don't belong in this world. Take that as a pride. Wear that as a badge of fucking honor. But that just means that the programming is not working on you. And yes, everybody in this world right now is being programmed just like it was when I was a kid. Same thing with me. The programming did not stick on me. And I got a lot of reasons. I got a lot of theories on why it didn't. But those are just my theories, my beliefs, my, my philosophy, if you will. But I come to y'all each week and talk about these same things over and over again. It's not because I repeat myself. It's because things that I believe in. And you don't got to believe me. You don't have to trust a damn word I say. Believe in yourself. What do I always tell y'all? Be you for you. That's the best advice I can give anybody in this fucking world. <laughs> you know what hems my fucking nut every now and then is what I can get away with on these platforms such as Spotify, YouTube, whatever. I can't play certain songs or certain lengths of songs because of copyright infringement, blah, blah, blah. I'm not here to monetize. I'm not trying to make money from this. I don't care if you subscribe, if you like it, if you comment. I'm glad y'all do. Don't get me wrong. I'm glad y'all do. But I'm not looking for a fan base. I'm not looking for followers. I want people to take the journey with me, not because of me. You know what I'm screaming? Yeah, I know it's it's hard to fandom that there's actually somebody in this world that's from the 1980s that understand what y'all are going through right now. And I go through the same thing myself. The only thing is, where are we in this world? <laughs> hey, let Anthrax tell us, man, because we are in a fucking madhouse. It's time for your medication, Mr. Brown.
love doing these things every now and then. Just play some old music and everything, and remember that those good old times of being just the knucklehead. Like I said, it was a good time to be alive during the '80s and early '90s. It wasn't always great. There wasn't always fucking rainbows and unicorns. There was a lot of bad shit happening in those days. But music put us into a different perspective. Gave us a different inspiration, if you will, that whole nine yards. And a lot of music was played together. It wasn't separate. Well, we were separate by categories and genres. Just like Anthrax was considered thrash metal. But it's still heavy metal. It's still rock and roll. It's still fucking music. Now, I'm saying a little story real quick. And I'm pretty sure a lot of y'all know these things if you tuned into PS After Dark and PS You Got This and you know me personally. I went to a lot of concerts growing up. A lot of concerts. And I'm talking about rap metal. Rap metal, rap metal. I mean, even saw my very first concert was Genesis. So that tells you how far back I can go. Saw a lot of concerts. Now, I was blessed in the 2000s when it came out with this new style of concert going called Ozfest. And basically there was like 15 bands playing on stage one. There's stage two. Then the final show, of course, was Ozzy Osbourne. Well, one of the years I was there, can't remember which year it was, have no idea. But I was down in South Florida with my old lady. And Anthrax was one of the headliners. And of course, you know, even for, for, for Anthrax and Ozzy Osbourne, I'm pretty sure there were some other bands that I wanted to see. But it was just one of the greatest things I saw was right before the song came on, the Knockman. Knockman is the mascot for Anthrax. He's a guy that walks around with a big old like bobblehead. Looks like a bruiser, a brawler, what do you want to call it? He runs around the stages and in the crowds, you know, hyping everybody up. And it was just awesome. So me and my lady sitting in the aisle, we're looking at the stage, and Knockman's running around. Knockman ran. He was like literally at two, three people from me. He ran by, and I'm screaming, ah, ah, Knockman, you know, I'm just, you know, going wild and shit like that. Knockman running around, audience members and everything running out of the house. Gets on the stage, and then they get ready to cue up the music and ticks the head off. It was fucking Ozzy Osbourne. Oh, dude, I almost fucking dropped the ball right there because that was so fucking awesome. To be that close to Ozzy Osbourne was just amazing. So then Ozzy gets on stage and they cue up the song, like I said, and they came with it right here. And it's one of the, to me, it's one of my favorite songs out of the entire collection of Anthrax. And it is caught in a mosh. Let's ride this real quick and we'll be right back. And I just had to pause the microphone because I'm going to fuck it up and sing with it.
And I hope Spotify don't fuck with me on this one because I let that one run longer than possible because that whole solo with guitars and drums and the bass and everything. And that was our shit. That was our shit growing up. And I can't do a lot of that on Spotify because then they go, you, you copyright, blah, blah, blah. You're playing the song too long, blah, blah, blah. So <laughs> I hope they don't fuck with us. But then again, like I said, we're going to try to push the envelope. We talked about it in January. We're going to take February over. And that's what I plan on doing. I plan on just riding this bitch till the wheels fall off. And that's going to come up later on the show, by the way. So, yes, there will be a test on that. <laughs> but, yeah, caught in the marsh was awesome. I've been a few marsh bits myself. And I always, you know, made the statement, it wasn't a good concert unless you came on with a broken nose or a black eye or a cracked rib. <laughs> and that's true. Oh, I've come on bang the fuck up a few times. Now, you can't get no mosh pit going to Bon Jovi or Cinderella or Poison, but you come on with a pussy, though. <laughs> that was a good, a good trade-off. It was a good trade-off. So, you either come home fucked up from being bashed around, or you come home and get fucked and bashed around. You know what I'm screaming? <laughs> I love y'all, man. Love y'all. <laughs> ah, damn it. Oh. Oh, what a day, what a day, what a day. Now, beginning of the show, I talked about them sampling from different movies or whatever kind of deal. And one of the my favorites out there was Easy Money with Rodney Dangerfield. There was a scene in there with Tyler Negron sitting in the alleyway. And he starts talking this shit about, I'm the man, I'm the man, I'm so bad, I can be in attention. If you know the song, I'm the man by Anthrax. You know exactly where that came from, that whole line. But that whole song was just done so well that it pissed a lot of people, so many people off because they use the double innuendo, the entendre, you know, whatever it is, to say things without saying some things. Good times, good times all around. So I tell you what, let's get up here and do some I'm the man for everybody out there in the PS universe. Late. <laughs> they drink the drinks, the drinks they drink. 
Sexual organ located in the lower abdominal area. No, man, it's dick. Ah! Ah! We can never forget the Sam Kennison scream, because that's what made him famous, was that scream that he had. His jokes were funny, right on point, he told stories, just good stuff, but that scream was what made him famous. Now, back on the anthrax track. <laughs> in the 80s, in the 90s, no one, what no cancel vultures, everybody got into their own thing or shared things. They collaborated. They just got along and did what they could. What no bullshit we got going on now. So I'll tell you what, Z Nation, I want y'all to fight the cancel vultures and don't let them tell you what you can enjoy, what you can listen to, what you can do, because we are all part of the same fucking universe, part of the same acoustic theater. You know what I'm screaming? And I'm pretty sure there's going to be someone coming out here talking about this and that and da da da. I suck a dick. Suck a dick. Go back to fighting the boomers. They'll, they'll lay down and wear it. They don't give a fuck. They're, they're a bunch of old Karens anyway. I totally agree with that shit. But Gen X, yeah, you, yeah we were we were a different breed. Just like y'all are. And like I said, I, I, I feel bad that the millennials didn't fight for y'all. I feel bad for that shit because for some reason, they got pussified. Now they're old and they don't know what to do with themselves. Oh, it's, it, it cracks me the fuck up. That the millennials are now the old folks. <laughs> and they don't have no, no say so in this world. Except for to complain and be offended by shit. And I, I understand why a lot of the Z Nation. The, you know left Facebook. Left Instagram. And go to these other social media platforms and everything. Because they tired of the old folks. You know showing their ass or doing their thing. I totally get that. Now me I left social media back in 2019 for a lot of different personal reasons. And I'm not touched talking about Facebook. Yeah, I, I dropped it all. Now, the only reason why we're on Twitter right now is to promote the show. We put a show on Spotify, throw it out there so y'all can find it. That's the only reason I'm out there. I don't do the Facebook. I don't do Instagram. Don't do TikTok. Don't do none of that shit. But it's not because I hate people or, you know, I'm trying to distance myself from everybody, but I do it for a personal reason. Y'all can do whatever the fuck y'all want to do. I, what did I always say? Be good if not be good at it. If you're going to be a fuck up, be the best fuck up you can be. You know what I'm screaming? I, I'm all about that. But yeah. This next song. I ain't trying to get sidetracked here. I'm trying to, I'm trying to keep on track, you know, if you will. 
this next song was just a really good song that came out um in in 93 94 93 something like that remember that remember they been around the sun 52 times so my memory ain't always right on the money <laughs> they put out a song called in the end and it was a really good jam that came out and a lot of people thought it was in tribute for a lot of the fallen music legends out there and it's true they they were actually uh because their video if you actually watch the video there's a screen in the background playing and it's got like dio dimebag daryl couple other famous artists and everything like that. That's the main thing. But the song basically is to remind everybody. Like I tell y'all, we know death is coming. Don't fear death. Enjoy the world while you can, while you're here. Ride this motherfucker until the wheels fall off. That's what it is. It's about knowing that you are destined to end up on the other side. But while you are here, do the best you can. Hell, do the worst you can. Just do it be you for you you know explore the world explore the universe take those chances do what you got to do even if that means you got to leave your friend circle you got to leave behind the idea that i need to be validated i need to be confirmed i need to be this you do not you get up in the morning afternoon the nighttime go to that fucking mirror look at that mirror and say motherfucker you are somebody you are me i am you and that's how I feel about each and every one of y'all. Doesn't matter if we're from the boomer generation, the Gen X generation, the millennials, the Z nation. We are still all part of the Akashic Theater. I promise you that. There's even some damn dinosaurs up in there. And when I say dinosaurs, I'm not talking about people. I'm talking about the actual critters. Because they thought about things. They had ideas of how to survive. They had ideas on how to communicate. The same thing trickles on the line. Even the Fred Flintstone days, I'm talking about even the medieval times, the Renaissance. I mean, there's always been ways for us to communicate with each other and to live the best lives we can. But the song, in the end, reminds us there is a time clock. There is a final point. But why you are here, why you are fucking here, do what you can the best way you can and ride it. I'm talking about ride that bitch like a hellhound through fucking Satan's fucking nutsack. You have to ride a motherfucker up and keep it going. But here we go. This song is called In the End by Anthrax. And we'll be right back on the way out the door.
truly hope that Spotify does not pull me on that because once again, I let that run a bit longer because that whole guitar drum solo, ah, uh, just fucking beautiful, man. Ah, uh, ain't no way to describe it. Ain't no other way to describe it. You know what I'm screaming? But hey, we on the way out the door. But hey, how about some little nostalgia, little trivia for everybody? Y'all know how I get down with that kind of shit. Now, one of the main guitarists on there is Scott Ian. I mentioned his name before. And his iconic little goatee that hangs off his chin. And I, I try to copy that when I was younger and everything. But that's not me. I don't copy anybody anymore. I like to do my own thing. I like to be my own person. But yeah, I've tried to do those things. Uh, I found out. Oh, fuck. Here we go. I don't know. Somewhere in the 90s, you know, somewhere in the 2000s or whatever you want to call it. I found out that Scott Eden actually was married to Meatloaf's daughter. And I was like, that is fucking so amazing because, once again, Meatloaf was a great inspirational sound of his time, his generation, his genre. And very, you know, operatic, if you will. Great tunes. Everybody knows their songs. <laughs> you know what? We might even do a Meatloaf show. Keep an eye out for that. I'm not sure when. But we might even do a meatloaf show because, once again, I think that's some good music right there that tells a good story, gives you a good feeling, you know, if you will. Here at the PSU Got the Mix, you know we get down with a lot of different things. And we always share the same message over and over again. The world comes to an end. Yeah, that's happening, baby. I ain't, that's, that's, the, that's, the, that's the real brutal truth. Your world's going to come to an end. My world's going to come to an end. But while you are here, do what you can to make it the best life you can. Now, if you're along the way, you happen to help somebody out, help other people out, guide somebody in the right direction, kudos to you. But if you can find your way, live the best life you can, double kudos, man. Because it's a struggle, it's a fight, it's a battle to be who we are in this world. I love you, Dave, to every one of y'all, man. We're going to get out of here. Hope y'all enjoyed today's show. And I did say, uh, I don't care about followers and likes and subscribes, but you know what? <laughs> Fuck that. Go find us on Spotify. Go find us on Apple Podcasts. Go find us on Google Podcasts. Find us on Twitter, you know. That way you keep in touch with what's going down here at The Mix. Love y'all, man. Oh, <laughs> and y'all tune in Wednesday for Peter That's Dark. We got some shit going on there. <laughs> damn, damn, giving promos up now. Hey, man, y'all have a good week. I'm going to holler at y'all Friday.